Hello and welcome to episode number 381 of the Armin Show podcast, science, people, creativity, learning more, taking risks, as I mentioned before, subscribe if you haven't, YouTube, all the places, support the show, Spotify, wherever it might be, it is continuing to be great. On this one here, wonderful in-person, we enjoy the in-person. With my guest here, we have some similarities, Ruben of Social Animal, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm glad to have you on, you're a social animal. I've described myself similarly in some way previously, so we relate heavily on that. Before we get into the material of your channel, challenge question, Ruben, who are you? Oh, that's a, what a broad question. I start uh, real broad. I don't know, you know, I'm, uh, I'm Ruben. Uh, I like uh, to drink tea and walk around. I like to walk <laughs> around. I, like to, I also enjoy walking around. That's cool. Tea, I like hot chocolate, which is nice. Okay. So tea and walking around. When you say walking around, is it just walking around? Does it involve conversing with people? I like to walk around in uh, dense areas. Yeah, I like to walk around uh, where you know there is people around, which I find very frustrating. Which uh, actually I find Los Angeles to be very frustrating. Yes, because uh, it's like you know, like one of the biggest city in America, and uh, it feels like you're walking in uh, the suburbs of uh, you know. Like it, it doesn't, there is not enough people outside compared to the size of this city. I find it to be quite odd, but, um, you know, it's, it's okay. That's true. Where are the people? I don't know. They're all hiding. Right. <laughs> right. There's somewhere in the background could be participating more. It's not as much. And in some maybe healthier places on the planet, there is more of that walking around mm. and biking or what it might be. Mm. Netherlands was recently voted like number one. In the world for well-being or something they probably have more people walking around about i mean not even like just like i mean even like new york boston uh san francisco uh, philly like i don't know just la is such a has such a weird uh layout uh to me but uh you know each to their own it is weird i agree those other places mentioned are popular hubs actually to get into that when you think of the united states what are some of the top places you think of of People, activity, socializing, warm nature. What are the first things, places that come to mind? When I think of the U.S.? Yeah. Uh, when I think of, what do you mean? I don't understand. Like which locations in the U.S. come to mind first as, okay, this is very hospitable for socializing and uh, people are more active mm. and I would want to go there right away. Uh, I mean, I, I think... Many places are hospitable, but uh, when I think of the U.S., uh, to be honest, the first thing that comes to mind is New York uh, for me. Uh, but also because I'm I'm a foreigner, and so New York has this kind of aura. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I would say New York. It's packed. Yeah, it's okay. packed. Yeah. The density is off the charts. <laughs> I went to New York just for a little bit. I enjoyed it very much because you can really be social and nobody really cares. Mm. You can over-social, like highly social, mm. and then people are fine with it, which is good activity there. Also, originally from France, which is wonderful. Languages. Do you bring multiple languages to the table? I speak uh, French, uh, English, and a rudimentary Japanese. How cool is that? No, I'm, is- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable. Okay, there's the exits right there. This is ridiculous. No, no, and actually, actually, I can, uh, I can get away. I can, um, I, I speak. Like I can uh, have a con- I, I can have simple conversation in Spanish. Like I can get along, get a, get around in Spanish. Oh, I used to be almost fluent, but uh, then uh, I stopped practicing and I stopped. Like uh, yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I, I can like have a conversation with someone in Spanish. That's pretty cool. Like a light one, like a light one. Right. Enough to be 
with the person somewhat yeah like you know just a few jokes like i i wouldn't have like a podcast conversation in spanish we're switching like, to spanish right if now. i meet someone at a at an event or a coffee shop or okay i can i can uh, you know i can can have a light conversation yeah and in french je m'appelle armand bonjour bonjour, Ruben. bonjour. that's wonderful I've not been to France, but my two good friends who've been on the show are born in France, Gary and Casper. They're twins. Mm. They've been on a few times. Now, social animal, okay? Your content is about being social and not just about being social, but you take people to socialize. How would you describe what you do, how you take them, mm. what happens? So first of all, I would say that uh, the content, uh, I would say that um, being social is... Uh, Come second, I would say that being social is a side effect of you expressing yourself uh, and expressing uh, and being true to yourself. So uh, the goal is not to be social. Uh, I am not saying or arguing that people should be more social than they are. Uh, and I am not saying that, you know, oh, like, you know, you should talk to people. People are amazing. Uh, this is not the argument I'm making. What I'm saying is that if you find yourself in a situation where for some reason you want to say something to someone, you should be able to express yourself with ease, you know? Uh, and so the, the, the point of focus is really on like being true to yourself and self-expression. Being social is really a side effect. So if you tell me, you know, oh me, you know, I'm, I'm a more, um, you know, let's say introverted person. I, I, I just want to, you know, be social like once a month. Then, you know, I have no, I'm not going to try to convince you to be more social than you are, but I will make a point in saying, when you want to talk to that person once a month, do you actually do it or do you keep to yourself? That you know. So yeah. So that that's a, that's a distinction uh, I would make. You don't want the person to be limited in this capacity if they have that interest. Yeah, I want. I want uh, yeah, the point is about being true to yourself with other people. But then, if uh, if you know your your nature is that you know you you only want to talk to uh, you know three people a year then, you know, this is, um, I, I don't have an argument against that. Uh, I, I focus on the moments uh, where you sort of censor yourself, uh, you know. Uh. This is a great thing. You're focusing on the value that is there, not trying to put something where it is not. And I noticed that with your material as well. You're not trying to add something where the person is now like, that's not really my inclination. You're, you're going off of them. And yeah. then, okay, what can we do? Yeah, it always has to come from a genuine impulse. Uh, so the way the content, the way I, um, I mean, for this series, so basically I spend a day with a subscriber. So we spend a day together, like the whole day. Uh, and How we, lucky are they? <laughs> and we, uh, we walk around and uh, whenever they see someone they, they feel inspired to talk to for whatever reason, uh, you know, they, they try their best to go for it, but it's not a game of dare. It's not like we walk around and I'm like, okay, go talk to this person, go say that to that person. Like it's not, it, it has to come from a genuine uh, impulse. That's cool. Yeah, the dare thing is kind of a uh, gimmicky. Well, yeah, because the problem with the dare thing is that uh, it creates a narrative, uh, you know, this game of dare uh, within which, you know, you're going to be comfortable uh, doing whatever I ask you to do because we're playing dare. But uh, what's hard to do is to be genuine, uh, you know, when you're alone, uh, you know, you're in line and there's someone next to you. Uh, no, you're not playing there anymore. It's it's you and yourself, you know. So I think that the challenge that people that I mean, I had or people have is is uh, it, it's hard to be genuine. It's easy to be fake. It's super easy to be fake. That's a valid point. And yeah, the dare thing, once the moment is gone, 
Well, the, the person's not always there to dare you yeah, every exactly. 12 minutes. Exactly. You're in the store. Hey, I showed up. Okay, I dare you now. Okay, I got to go. And also and also, also, the quality of the interaction is not as, um, you know, it's it's not the same. Uh, you know, th then you're just, uh, you're just acting, right? So it's not, it's not the same. When something is made up, uh, we're not a fan of it. And the other person can't relate. That's what, like, when uh, people you talk to, they'll be like, he's not genuine. Mm. That's not appealing. Well, also, I mean, you know, like uh, acting, you know, um, uh, playing you know it, it can be fun it's just not the purpose that, I, that i'm trying to that this is it's just not my interest uh, I, i'm interested in you know why is someone gonna you know uh not why is someone gonna censor themselves uh and you know not express themselves why they have a genuine thing they want to express you know so you know if you tell me oh you know i like to you know uh just make up stories and tell random things to people uh, you know that that's uh, you know, or if you tell me, oh, I love to play there, I love to play there, that's fine. Like that's not, I don't have anything against that. Um, the, the only thing I'm saying is, if you want to talk to someone, uh, you know, you should be able to do it with ease, and so th that is the focus. And so for me to focus on that, uh, you know, that's why I, I tell people, hey, this is this has to be genuine. I don't want to play there. This is, um, uh, you know, otherwise it wouldn't serve the purpose I'm, I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to to bring basically. Mm -hmm. What are some of the items that cause a person to have self-censorship that you have noticed? Mm. So, uh, first of all, uh, disclaimer, you know, I, I don't, I, you know, I'm, those are just thoughts. Uh, those are just my thoughts. You super know, thoughts. Uh, you know, I'm not like uh, saying that I have the source of truth. Humble or, you know, super <laughs> thoughts. Connected to the source of the universe. But uh, I think that uh, there's multiple uh, factors uh, that can uh, increase, um, uh, you know, someone's anxiety uh, you know, when they, they want to express themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and the first one, I think, is, uh, you know, life is... Um, so the first one I would say is, it's, uh, is how grounded you are. So, you know, um, life uh, is a series of moments. And in many of those moments, you know, you, you want to express something to someone. And then it's like, are you going to do it or are you not going to do it, right? And most people, uh, most of the times, they don't do it. So over the years, two things happen. First of all, they build a habit of censoring themselves to the extent that now, you know, it's like, you know, you when you want to say something to someone, you you, you didn't choose to want to say something to someone. That thought kind of just appears in your hand, right? It's right. kind of like you're there and then like life puts a ball in your hand that you want to throw to the other person, right? I'm going to hand want, over this ball. You, you want to say something, right? So if all of your life, if nine times out of 10, you keep that ball, just throwing it's going to feel... You know unnatural because you're so used to you build to, up that habit you know you yeah you, you build up the habit um and also you know by not throwing it you are foregoing all of the experience that you would have accumulated over the years right like if in the last 10 years of your life you had expressed yourself even half of the time where you censored yourself you would have met hundreds more people you would have experienced many type of different situations um, and so I think that the first thing that uh, limits people is they're not grounded, you know, so they want to say something, but, uh, you know, they're so not used to, to like, exp you know, to, to basically do what they want to do to throw the ball that they feel a bit, uh, you know, it, it just feels unnatural. I, I would say that that's the first variable. Um, the second variable I would say is, um, is how how do you relate with people? Like, what do you think you have in common with people? Because the more you believe, so once this is just my thoughts, but the more you um, b believe like at a really like, a, you know, 
visceral level. Like the more you you perceive a gap between you and other people, the longer you're gonna have to jump, right? So if you really believe that someone is very different from you, uh, obviously it's gonna cause you anxiety to talk to them because now you're gonna think, okay, this person is so different. What can we possibly talk about? Why, like, you know, how could we possibly get along? But if you realize that, you know, if you if you can relate at a more fundamental level with people, kind of like uh, I would say, I would say, for example, kids relate at a very fundamental level, right? Like kids, they just see another automatically, and that's it. That's all they need, you know. Like that's all they need. Um, if you relate at a fundamental level, uh, fundamental level with people, then you know you realize that you know people are just people, and so it's just not that big of a deal, right? Um, and so. The second thing I think is, yes, how you relate with people and basically how you perceive people. Uh, the more dangerous you perceive people, the more afraid you're going to be, right? Um, then I think um, there is, uh, I would say, uh, one other, uh, two other variables um, that I will talk about. The third one I would say is um, how you, you know, what is your narrative around, you know, getting along, not getting along, rejection, not rejection, you know, because even if I tell you to do something very simple, like let's say I uh, draw a circle on the floor and I tell you to jump in the circle, well, that's very easy. Uh, but if uh, I draw a circle on the floor and around it, there is lava, like, like straight up lava, even though it's easy, because you know that if you miss, you're going to die, it's going to stress you out, you know, because the stakes now are like so much higher, right? So if you have a view of the world where, you know, at every interaction you feel judged and you feel that, you know, if someone doesn't like you, it's because, you know, you're worthless, then, you know, it's going to cause you anxiety because basically every time you're going to talk to someone, you're going to put, a se- uh, uh, to an extent, you're going to put a, a, um, a sense of identity on the line, right? Um, me personally, like as time passes, I realized that despite my best effort, um, you know, some people, you meet them, you click. Some people, you see them for two years every day at work, you don't click, you know. So I realized, like, rejection is an illusion. Um, reje- people, I think that people, um, uh, people uh, create this idea, of, I think, of, of feeling rejected when they don't meet enough people, when they don't have enough options. Uh, and so, you know, if you only meet three people a year and those three people, there is no match, then you know you're gonna feel rejected because your socializing needs are not gonna be met. But if you meet a lot of people, you realize some people you get along with, some people you don't get along with, and this is just the way life is. In the same way that you know there's some people you genuinely like very very easily, and there's some people you don't like, and there's some people you kind of indifferent, you know. Um, and so I think that you know how you. Uh, the sort of story you tell yourself about what it means to get along, not get along, you know, um, will affect your, you know, how much you care about the the outcome, right? And so, you know, this might cause, you know, more or less anxiety. Um, and um, and then I think that uh, there's other things that can cause anxiety, like something that I talk about, I think, um, in my uh, on my channel a lot, I mean, a lot, is... Um, you know, in the context of my channel, a lot of people that come on the show, uh, you know, when they when we walk around and talk to people, they want to, you know, they want to talk to uh, uh, people they, they find attractive. Right. Um, and so I think that uh, here, you know, another variable that can makes it hard for people to or like that can create anxiety in people is, you know, their relationship with their desires. Uh, you know, like you see someone that you find attractive and now, you know, it's like, how? What is your relationship with that desire? Do you think it's a huge deal that you find someone attractive? 
or do you think it's not a big deal? The more you think it's a big deal, the more anxious you're going to be. If you realize that, you know, not only beauty is everywhere, but also beauty is not going to be the deciding factor in who you get along with and who's going to be like your lifelong partner and whatever, then you realize that beauty is really not that big of a deal and you can express your interest without feeling like you're like, you know, talking to like, you know, Cleopatra, you know? <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so, 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 yeah. So I think uh, those, th those are like, I would say four variables that I, I personally identify as like strong, um, variables in terms of like you know what is going to make someone anxious uh when talking to to someone else highly informative what you mentioned right there it made me think of 14 different things but a couple of them came to mind is that what you said is very relevant sometimes i have talked to let's say two people right and you would have thought i blew up their house from the way it went and then five minutes later somebody i talked to it's like i would i was saved i saved their uh, country from an attack or something yeah it's like within 10 minutes i'm the same i'm still hello and doing my thing rapping or whatever it might be but their experience on their end or how we connect that's not in my control yeah, it's in your control yeah that's a very good point do you ever think about this actually the idea that uh, when i went to talk to people it would be from i don't want to miss opportunities versus I'm worried about how it goes because I've seen things that went so well that it's like, that might be a really good opportunity right there. I can't throw that away. Do you think about it that way or not really? Mm. No, I really think about it uh, only within my internal um, uh, self in the sense that for me, the only thing that, uh, the only question I ask myself is, do I want to talk to this person? Yes or no? Like, do am I, am I censoring, basically it's like, am I censoring myself right now? Because I think that, um, you know, sometimes, you know, you might, I think it's futile to try to um, make a probability on like, you know, what is the likelihood that this interaction is going to lead to a positive outcome or like, oh, you know, the only thing that I'm thinking about is do I want to talk to this person? Yes or no. If I want to talk to this person, then I will. And if I don't, well, then I would probably not ask myself that question. But, you know, if I, if I don't, then I don't, you know, but I'm not, I, I, I feel like, uh, you know, I'm not thinking in terms of like, Oh, like should I talk to this person because this might bring me that? It's more like, you know, you know, you you enter a room or you're walking around, whatever, and then you know your your brain kind of like, you know, makes you notice certain things, right? Like there's things you notice, there's things you don't notice, and then it's like, oh, do I want to talk to this person? Like you know, if I have a ping that I want to talk to this person, then then I, then I'll go for it, and you know, sometimes. It might be because I find a person attractive. Sometimes maybe because the person has like a, a weird look. Sometimes they, I, I overhear something. I want to make a joke. Sometimes you know, like it, 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 whatever it is. Um, for me, it really starts with the question. The, the the concern I have is to be true to myself, basically. Uh, uh, yeah. Do you think about this concept that if you are true to yourself? multiple times in a row you start to build up some like great strength from within uh yeah so that that was kind of the the first one i was making about being grounded uh for me you know uh you want to do something so like in this case you know you want to express something to someone and then i think that whenever your action uh, whenever you your action fulfills your intention uh, the way i see it is like it's like if roots your roots starts like grow a bit more you know uh and eventually, you know, and something that you can uh, see through the videos is that there's some people, you know, they go and talk to someone and then if within the first few seconds, 
if the person that they're talking to has a positive reaction, then they're fine. If the person has a negative reaction, then they get anxious and then they, they it goes bad, right? But the, the goal is that you're so grounded that no matter what the reaction of the other person, you stay yourself. And so many times in other videos, you'll see people realize that. And then at the end, they'll say things like, something that surprised me about today was how, you know, some of the interaction, they started, like the person started cold, but then I remained calm and I, I cracked a joke or whatever. And then the person like eventually like opened and then it was fine, you know? Um, and so I think that this this has to do with how grounded you are uh, because the, the less grounded you are, the more you're like looking like, oh, like, you know, how is the environment reacting to me? Um, but the more grounded you are, you're like, this is me. And, and most of the time people then realize it's okay and then and then people uh, you know just, just relax basically people just relax and then the interaction is fine this is a big deal i noticed your commentary by the way i like your commentary quite a bit on the channel because you're saying some of the things that me and or other observers might be wanting to tell the individual at times and you're helping keep them grounded sometimes you'll notice that the individual will it's almost a scenario that was in their own mind unrelated to the person mm. that they are running through and then they return to you and you're like yes but th there's a if you have your sense of yourself then you uh, the link with the other person is more calm and sometimes maybe the other person that they talked to would uh when they left they'd be a little bit confused like that's the way they were reacting to me was not really from what I was bringing. It's kind of their internal framework aside from the person. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's many instances where like, you know, someone's gonna have an interaction and the interaction is not gonna go well. Uh, and then they come back and ask them, uh, how did it go? And they'll say things like, oh, this person didn't wanna talk to me. Uh, and I always say, well, that's uh, that's false. They, they didn't wanna talk to, you know, the small uh, side of you that you showed them. Uh, had have you had you show them a different side, you know, you would have had a different outcome, and uh, more and you know almost all of the times when you look at the video, you realize that the person was so anxious uh, that obviously this person felt uneasy because you know if someone comes to you and they're crippled and you know their personality is diluted in their anxiety, then you know it's also going to feel weird to you, and so you, you're not going to react positively. But it's not because you don't like this person, you don't know this person, you did, you know you you just met them for thirty seconds. It's just because they showed you a very anxious side of them. Um, and so that's why I always tell people like how people react to you is the rebound, uh, but the rebound depends on how you throw the ball. So, so stop, like stop worrying about, um, stop, stop analyzing the rebound, uh, like focus on, you know, did I really express myself the way I wanted to? Was I really without anxiety? You know, uh, was I really present? Uh, that is what I think people should, um, one should focus on. That's a great point. It's like if I came up to you in public and you're just there and then I was like, hey, Ruben, how's it going? Oh, he didn't say anything. And I walk up. <laughs> you weren't even part of it. I, I basically had this yeah. scenario in my head. And then later I'm like, man, Ruben is not a fan of people. Yeah. <laughs> Today was a bad day. I'm not built for this. I'm going back to not reaching out to people. Yeah. And then Ruben's over there like. Uh, yeah, what? Like what? Exactly. Yeah, that's me. You were, yeah. oh, you were reaching out to him. But it's hard because it takes, uh, I think, it, I mean, it, it takes a lot of uh, self-awareness, um, uh, self-honesty, and, it, and, and, uh, and it's, a lot of, uh, it's a lot of work. And uh, I think, you know, because it takes a lot of iteration. Uh, you know, I, I, see, I feel like each interaction you have is you're basically iterating over yourself. And I think that 
it's very easy for people to just feel um it's just easier for people to put to put the blame outside of themselves uh, instead of um of asking themselves i think the the right questions how much do you look at self-esteem in people you go with or people you talk to do you look at self-esteem and how that affects things or not as much uh what do you mean like do you does the amount that a person likes themselves affect this category? I mean, I'm, sh- I mean, I'm sure. Uh, I, I'm, sh- uh, I mean, my, my, my guess would be that yes. Uh, but then you know, it's not. Um, um, yeah, it, it's not like I have. Uh, it, it's not like I mean, my uneducated guess would say yes. Like if I had to, you know, we're talking. I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, I, I would assume so. Um, you know, like for example, some people, you know, they, they think like, but I guess once again, I, I, I would assume so, but, uh, you know, it's not like I, I have, uh, you know, drawn charts and like kept track of how, you know, I, I don't give people like a questionnaire, like, you know, uh, what is your self-esteem from zero to 10? And then, you know, compare with the outcome of the video. And then, you know, so I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I guess, yes, but I, I, I'm not like, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I'm I'm not like trying to accumulate data to like make a point about that or you know I I don't really f- focus on it too much. Fair. I I always think about self-esteem quite a bit whenever I'm with myself or with or, people. Or, or I guess if I can say it's, it's like you know I take people where they are. You know uh, this is not a, you know I'm not like a, you know I'm not a therapist. Uh, this is not a therapy session. Uh, you know and so I take people where they are. You know we talk to people. Uh, obviously, there is many variables in people's lives that are going to affect, you know, how they feel about themselves, about others. So, you know, I, I'm not here to to um, to go in someone's mind and, you know, solve their past uh, problems and trauma. It's more like I'm here more to share an experience uh, and then, you know, they, you know, they'll they can do whatever they want with with that experience that they that they've accumulated with me basically you know makes sense i didn't bring this back in but to return to earlier before you had taken people out what was your experience uh in this category prior to your Mm. channel so uh when people ask me this question first of all i think it's important to uh, put things into context uh so i uh you know um i never felt like i was like a you know, like a particularly like shy or reserved uh, person. You know, I always had friends. I was not, uh, I was never like the most outgoing of my friends or like, you know, I was never like the coolest kid in my class or something, you know, like, but I was also never like, you know, someone who had no friends or, you know, I would get invited to party. You know what I mean? Like I was never like, a, uh, you know, like a, a loner or like I was never I, I never felt like I was outside of the of the group or you know even though I wasn't in the center of it like I, I never felt outside of things in mm-hmm. like social context um, then you know when I grew up like middle school uh, you know you know I, in my class I was never the you know I, you know you know when you're a kid you have crushes and stuff you know uh, I wasn't like uh, you know uh, th- th- that was hard for me when I was younger, like to, you know, tell my crush, like I had a crush, you know, I, I feel like every class has like one or two kids that are like, you know, they're more advanced than others in, in that realm. Like I wasn't like that at all. Then in high school, I had a girlfriend. 
you know, so it's not like I, I was like. And then in college, for example, I um, I became like class uh, president. So you know, uh, very social uh, in terms of people, like you know, people, like uh, people in general, like very, very social. Um, then uh, one thing that uh, the way it started for me is um, honestly is uh, one day I realized I was like you know every weekend like when I was in high school I was like you know every weekend so I grew up in Paris uh, people in Paris uh, we start going out uh, early uh, you know you know you go out you know you you drink you you go to to eat to parties um, and even like college um, and. You know, like so sometimes you get lucky, sometimes you meet someone, but uh, many times you don't. You know, most of the times I would say like people don't really meet anyone. Uh, and, and for me, what really bothered me was that uh, I started realizing like, well, you know, Tuesday morning, there's this girl in the bus, you know, um, why can't I talk to her? You know, what? what? Because it's not Saturday. And, <laughs> and, and not only like, it's like, why can't I uh, talk? It's like, why do I feel so anxious even thinking about it? You know, uh, and so this idea... Uh, really started to uh, bother me. It's like if there is, and for me, like it wasn't even about like oh, like you know, become becoming like a Casanova or whatever. It's, it was just like why is this causing me so much anxiety? Uh, the bottom line is this is a human being. They're right in front of me. Uh, why do I feel anxious? Like why can't I just uh, talk to them normally? Um, and so I experimented at multiple points in my life, but then I would uh, fall into like relationships. So then I would stop. Um, and then, uh, and then eventually, uh, came to a point where I was like, you know, uh, I had just ended one relationship, and I was like, hey, you know, like now I have to, I want to, I want to deal with this, um, and so that's when I started basically, um, you know, more heavily like talking, like I really wanted to be able to talk to an attractive woman I saw like anywhere, uh, and that's when I really started thinking about about it, and my first real like turning point was when I realized that the goal isn't to make a friend, to get a number, to have a girlfriend. Like the goal is, am I being true to myself or not? You know, and I realized that there is so many little moments in your life, in my life, where I would censor myself. You know, you walk into an elevator, there is two random people. You feel like saying, how are you? Or you feel like making a joke. And then you think, oh, this is this is stupid. And then you you, you keep it, you know. And, and that's when I realized I was like, well, but I censor myself all the time. Uh, you know, with with people in the elevator, with people in line, and so then I, I kind of started to to see like a bigger picture there, and uh, that's uh, and, and you know and and at some point I, I basically told myself, okay, from now on I'm I'm not gonna censor myself anymore. Whether it's a cute girl, whether it's an old man, whether I want to make a joke, whether I want to ask a question, with, and so that, that that's how it sort of uh, started. Uh, sorry, I, I don't. I feel like I, I I took a long road. I'm not sure. We like long roads. It's more informative <laughs> and descriptive. And it paints a picture, which is nice. Also, you made me think of, uh, you, you bring up a good point of talking to different types of people regardless. And that keeps you, I think about it like it keeps you in the flow. So so, so, so the goal is not to talk to, I'm not seeking right, out right, to right. talk to different people. I'm just seeking out to be true to myself. It's just that life will randomly put different types of people around me. And life will make me want to engage with them. Uh, you know, not all of them, but, you know, some of them, you know, and so I guess it's like, you know, when the opportunity presents itself, when I when I feel like I want to interact with someone, then I will do it. Not because I think that oh this person, you know, oh this this person is might be interesting, or oh this person is cute, or oh this person is this. No, it's because I want to do it. The rest, I don't know. 
you know. And anyway, how much can you really judge someone from, you know, like, how do you really know if this person is going to be interesting or not? Like, you have no idea. This is great. It's basically you, because at the end of the day, it's you again. You know, when you go to sleep, it's just you, right? So the important part is what you did representing yourself throughout the day and others, you know, do their thing. But if you're always thinking about external, then the internal can't build. If you build the internal, then the external will take care of itself in a way. Mm, yeah. And right. also, I think you, you have very limited knowledge of the external, right? So people sometimes they say, oh, like, you know, but, uh, you know, do you think I should talk to this person? Like, you know, the, this person is, you know, they, they're like with their friends. Like, I don't think, you know, ah, it's, it's not going to work. It's like, this is not about like making probabilities, you know. It's like, if I want to do something, then I'm going to do it. You know, this is not a... And, and you know, we're talking about, you were talking about saying hello to someone. We're not talking about anything crazy, you know. So, yeah. No, all my thoughts were about like setting up a business deal with something. (laughs) We need to invest in this fund. That's kind of funny. Now, here's a question. Some of the people you've taken out, what comes to mind as some of the either short-term or medium-term changes in their mindset after the fact that you have seen? Do any come to mind where you saw a shift after you took them out? Um... I remember one uh, telling me uh, that uh, after uh, spending a day, he uh, he realized how many opportunities were around him all the time now. Uh, well, before it seemed he was like, yeah, I felt like because uh, as I said, like if you if you never express yourself, if you always censor yourself, then eventually it's kind of like you have those like uh, you know the thing that horses have, like uh, you, you 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 don't even see what's around you, 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 you because it doesn't matter, right? Like if, if you talk to if you never interact with anyone then it's as if they're not there. So then maybe over time, you know, you don't even see, you don't even pay attention, right? But uh, once you realize that actually, no, like those are just people. And actually, if I talk to them, they're going to reply to me. And then, you know, you know, we can create a new uh, path, you know. Um, And so I think, yeah, people realize that, um, you know, there is opportunities uh, all around them. Uh, And I also think that people realize uh, I think one of the biggest thing that, you know, at the end, I was like, hey, did anything surprise you about today? I think that the thing that probably comes back the most is I was surprised how nice people were. Like, you know, I thought, uh, oh, I thought people were going to be rude. I thought people were going to be, I thought people were not going to have time. I thought this, I thought that. Um, and I think people realize that uh, all of those worries are in their head and that people are... 99% of people are just chilling. You know, they're not, uh, they're not doing anything crazy. They are just chilling, eating a sandwich. Somebody's eating a sandwich right now. That's true. And also, it's just not that big of a deal. I think that we we make it such a big deal, you know. Oh, what, you're going to talk to someone? Oh, like, they're probably busy. They're probably this. It's like, it's like who, who's that? Like, you know, like, we're, we're walking around in a park right now. Like, chill out. You know, no one's that busy. <laughs> this is a valid point. The thought process on one side is like, oh, they might be doing some sort of construction, business deal, planning. It's like as setup. if like it's such a big deal. It's like you're just saying hello. Worst case, they don't want to talk to you. Then, you know, you'll feel it and then you don't talk to them. And that's it. Like, it's really not a big deal. So I would say that's, yeah, that's the biggest one. If I had my old style, I would make a counter channel to yours where people would go with people like, hey, hello. Hello, no, because you did this, our bridge that we're going to build is not going to get built right now. The planning is going to be messed up for next week thanks to what you did right now. It's altered our whole funding scheme. They'd be like, oh, I really messed up. So it affected bridge building in that case. That's pretty good. Right. It's not such a big deal. It's very light natured. 
as you describe things, I always go back through my multiple years where I was socializing a lot and I figured out some of these things along the way for myself. It's very important to do so, to try things repeatedly. And I got better over time, which is what you do. Uh, I mean, the individuals you take out get better over time. Um, what is something that an individual can do to improve in these qualities if they don't go out with Ruben? What's something they can do on their own? So first of all, uh, and I can't stress this enough, you you don't need me, uh, you know, and uh, I think the only thing that you should be do, I think there's two variables. Um, it's, um, you know, whenever, you know, your life is a series of moments, you know, it happens moments, right now we're talking, uh, after, you know, I'll be in my car, uh, I'll go to maybe work in a coffee shop. After you, I'll be in my car again. I'll be home. Or I'll go to the grocery. You know, like your life is a series of, of moments, right? And uh, the good thing is uh, they happen one at a time. Uh, so that's the only thing you have to worry about is the moment you're in right now. Um, and uh, you have to, I guess, uh, scan yourself and ask yourself, do I want to say something right now? Like ask, like, am I, do I want to express something to whoever is around me? Uh, and if you feel like you want to express something, uh, just say it. Uh, and I think that a trap that a lot of people fall into is they'll say, they'll say things like, um, oh, you know, me, uh, you know, I only have a problem when uh, someone is very intimidating. Like, you know, I see a very beautiful woman or I see someone who's like, you know, important for my business or successful or whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, or, or they'll say, yeah, they'll say, oh, I only have a problem. With it. So, so the problem is not, and, 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 and they'll say like, oh, you know, when it's someone, I can talk to them, right? Uh, the problem is not what you can do. The problem is what do you do? So for example, you can tell me, I can do 100 push-ups every day. Great. But in one year from now, you're going to look very different if you just can do it, but you don't do it, or if you actually do it, you know? And so the question is, when you enter an elevator and there is two strangers and you fit, and you feel like saying, how are you? For sure you can say it, but are you going to say it? Because if you don't say it, you, you, it's like in a video game, you're not going to accumulate the, the experience. You know, the, the experience is, you know, you, you, you're foregoing this experience, right? Um, and so, you know, if you censor yourself with two strangers in an elevator that you will never see again and that you literally, the stakes are zero, then what do you think the likelihood is that you're going to censor yourself when you see someone that you really want to talk to in a, in a coffee shop or crossing the street, you know? And so the things that I would say is that, you know, you... You ought to take every moment seriously uh, and make it a point of being true to yourself. You have to look at this as being as, am I being true to myself or not? Forget about meeting people, meeting, uh, to, you know, making friends, finding a girlfriend, finding a par uh, business partner, whatever. Uh, make it about, am I being true to yourself? Am I being true to myself right now? Uh, and every time the occasion presents itself, do your best to to be true to yourself. And over time. Uh, you know, you're you, you're gonna grow more grounded, and you know it, it's gonna start a sort of a snow, snowball effect. I would say, the more you're true to yourself. So I I think that people they like to do big. You know, people love, I think, big events. They 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 want they want something crazy. Like oh, I, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. It's like no no, just in your daily life. You know, in your daily life, like one moment after the next one. Just make sure that you're true to yourself because. Uh, you know, compound, you know, it's a compound effect, you know, like the, the compounding effect every, every day over the years and years of your life is, uh, is enormous. It's, it's much more important than what you could do in, in a weekend. And for example, another trap that people fall into is sometimes by looking at my videos, they think that uh, I'm advocating that uh, one should um, walk around for hours talking to people. 
the only reason the video t- is like that is because it will be sh- it's it's too complicated for me to shadow someone for like a week in their daily lives and just like you know always be with them so i meet them and we walk around for that for that purpose uh, and so a trap that people fall into sometimes they talk to them and they're like yeah you know on weekends i go out and i talk to people and i'm like yeah but what about during the week like what about in your daily life do you censor yourself or no they're like yeah in my daily life i don't really talk to people but on weekends i go and i do it and i'm like well that's you know if you stop censoring yourself in your daily life and then on top of it you're gonna f- do like five hour walks on the weekend and talk to people that's fine but the opposite isn't true uh, because every time you censor yourself, that's the sim- that's a symptom. It shows that the, the problem is still there, right? It's kind of like if you have a rash on your skin and, you know, you have the rash Monday, you have the rash during the week and then during the weekend it's gone, you know? And I'm like, well, you go to the doctor and you're like, oh, it's fine, you know, Saturday, Sunday, the rash is gone. It's like, yeah, but if it comes back on Monday, you know, you're, you know, there's still a problem. Like we still need to see what's wrong, you know? Uh, and so... Uh, yeah, I forgot where I was going with that, but basically my point is, it's it's in your daily life. It's uh, it's uh, each moment to the next. I like your example there, and it makes a lot of sense about like a rash because it's you versus the let's say affliction. And if you're not consistent, it's a great example because a rash will outdo you over time if you're not consistent on whatever you need to put. Uh, my, my point was that it shows that the the symptom of the problem is still there. Like as long as uh, you censor yourself consistently in your daily life it shows that you're not actually addressing the underlying problem and that when you force yourself to walk around and talk to people on the weekend, you're actually just acting. You're actually, you're actually playing, we're going, going back, you're playing there with yourself. Well, you shouldn't have to play there. It should be like basically second nature. It should be very simple. It should be how you interface with the world. You're making me think of a great thing. It shouldn't be like a lottery ticket or big thing each time that is so substantial, but... I had a past person I talked to, Cameron Porter. He was a soccer, a major league soccer player. And he talked about setting up your life for the average Tuesday. Yeah. Not planning for like the highlight moments, but what does your average or Wednesday look like at 11, 12, whatever? If that is cool, you're good to go. But if you're waiting for the highlight reel point. Yeah. And actually that brings me to another point is sometimes, uh, sometimes I talk to people because the first variable I would say the most important variable that we're talking here is when you want to talk to someone, do you actually do it? But there is actually a variable that comes before that, which is how often do you find yourself in that situation? Because if you call me or like if you're talking and you're like, well, you know, I live in the desert, you know, and I never see anyone. Well, I mean, that's your biggest problem. You know, like you should move to somewhere where there's more people. If you never leave your house, you know, people are not going to just knock on your door. So maybe you need to find a routine uh, you need to you need to make you need to organize your life in a way that you know you will uh, expose yourself to moments where the probability of you bumping into someone that you feel inspired to talk to is increased um, so this is more of like a almost like a, a logistical um, context you know so yeah if you never leave your house then you know that's uh, there's only so much uh, it's gonna happen you know very true you have to put yourself in those locations yeah. And whatever works for you, you know, maybe you like to read in, in coffee shops, maybe you like to work out in a park, maybe you take a walk after after work uh, during the week, whatever suits you, you know, like people people are different, uh, but you need to put yourself uh, in the world, otherwise, you know, the world's not going to come knock on your door. Right, you have to be proactive and from your own base. The one you mentioned right there, I like coffee shops quite a bit, I go there often to read, like you're saying in your example. And there's something wonderful about when there's a lot of activity and things going on 
I enjoy that. And then there can be opportunities. Whereas if I was just in a random empty area, doesn't yeah. matter if I waited four years, it's yeah. not happening. It's just not occurring at that point. What is, how do you view the direction of your con uh, channel and content? Where do you, what would you like it to be? Or is it from your, if it matches the way you're describing, it's from your gut feeling and continuing as what you would like to present. Mm. What would you like to see of social animal? Mm. So for me, uh, you know, uh, social animal is about, um, yeah, it's about uh, people. I, I would say there's two central points is being grounded and relating with other people, uh, you know, um, and for me, it encompasses, uh, you know, the full spectrum of social interactions. Um, I think that right now in the channel, when I started, you know, last year in 2021, so I started in 2020, but uh, last year I had only male participants. Uh, this year I had, uh, last year in 2022, I had f uh, four uh, women participants uh, and hopefully I I'll grow more. I, I think that, um, you know, I think that at the beginning of the channel, I, I see, you know, there's a lot of like dating on the channel, uh, even though I don't present it this way, uh, but, uh, you know, the human nature makes it that, you know, dating uh, plays, you know, fundamental part in people's lives. And so a lot of the people that want to talk to me, you know, they want to they, they want to spend a day together with me because they, they want to, they're guys and they want to talk to girls, basically. Uh, but for me, I, I see this as a as a as a use case. Uh, I see this as the the primary use case, um, and so my uh, my goal. Uh, and you know, as I as I said, I started this year with no, no I started to have a female uh, woman participant is to really um, sort of enlarge myself um, and and show all of the different um, use cases. You know, uh, so it's not just about dating. It's just that dating is the first use case. But as I as I grow, I hope to have more and more women on the show, um, and also people who are just straight up not in, you know, so uh, people who are like you know might be in relationships and they just want to talk to strangers, they just want to talk to people, um, and so I I see um, I, I I want to basically expand uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, and not you know that's why the channel is called social animal and not like you know dating something or whatever. <laughs> that's true. Actually, on that one, there's a bunch of dating and relationships channels. And I like how you describe yours. It has a, I'd say yours has more of a broad, broader theme to it of your yourself and going for what matches you. Do you check the category of dating and relationships material? Do you read into that category at all? What are your thoughts on that field? Uh, I mean, I'm aware of it, uh, but I don't really, um, I mean, if, if, if you, yeah, I'm aware of it. If you have a precise, if you are, if you tell me like, oh, like, you know, uh, what do you think about this idea? Like, if you give me a precise idea of an argument or a point, I, I can, uh, I can comment on it. But uh, yeah, I mean, as far as like the, the global, uh, you know, dating content, whatever, I mean, I'm aware of it. Uh, yeah, I don't really have too much to say about it. Right. I'll try one specific on that. Let's see. Well, do you have thoughts on the dating landscape in, we're in 2023 now. Any thoughts come to mind on difficulty, ease of dating, um, the dynamics? Is it going smoothly? Are some of the individuals you speak with doing well in that category, not doing well? Mm. 
How would you describe that? I don't know. I think... Um, Armin with the super broad questions. I think, uh, yeah. What, what, what I was going to say is I, I think sometimes people, you know, they like to... Um, they like to... They like to think in uh, in big strokes. Like they like to think about, you know, like, oh, the dating market in 2023, you know. Uh, but I think that it's uh, in a way it's uh, it's a it's a distraction from um, looking at their lives. Uh, and, and I'll say this: uh, I used to live in San Francisco, and uh, you know, people in San Francisco sometimes they would say things like, uh, "Guys," they would say, "Oh, you know, like uh, in San Francisco there is uh, there is more," you know. So they'll be like, "Oh, dating in San Francisco," and people will be like, "Guys," will be like, "Oh, in San Francisco, you know, there is more men than women because it's like you know a lot of nerds," mm-hmm. um, you know. And I say this in a good way. I'm also a nerd, but, uh, uh, you know, a lot of nerds, um, uh, you know, and they'll say like, oh, you know, like uh, there, there's way more men than women. Dating is really hard and the, the women Racial. are not even that pretty. Like, you know, oh, New York is better, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but on the way to work this morning, you looked at three girls that were cute and you didn't say hi to them. So, you know, things might be true at like a statistical level, but you don't live in a statistic. Like in your personal level, I think that things are very different. And so, yeah, you might say, oh, like there is more men than in San Francisco than women. Or you might say, oh, the women in LA are better looking, whatever. But at the scale of your life, you're just one person. I mean, how many people can you possibly meet? You know, so I think that, you know, the dating uh, in this day and age, uh, you know, I think, um, you know, you know, there is a quote I like is uh, with a little bit of soap, you can do a lot of foam. You know, and so it's like people, you know, you, you, you take something and you, 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 people like to, I think, intellectualize things and they like to, to create like mental models to how to think about this and frameworks and whatever. But it's like at the end of the day, you're crossing the street. There is someone you want to talk to. Are you going to talk to them? Yes or no? You know, just like come back, you know, come back to earth. <laughs> Keep it simpler. You know, so I, I don't know. Like, do I have thoughts on the dating market? I think, uh. I think that if you live your life and it, and I think that if if every time you see someone you want to talk to you talk to them I think uh, I think you'll be fine. That's a great message. Bring it down from the large landscape to your day to day what you're doing. Don't make it so big picture. Big picture it gets away from you in a way when you make it big picture. Yeah, cuz then you, you 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 it's detached, you know. It's like then you you start saying, "Oh, you know, then people start saying, "Oh, you know, men are like this and women are like that." And it's like, "Yeah, but this is you're Amen. You know, you're not. You're not. You're not a, the average of all men. You're you. You know, you, you're you're a, you're very unique and, and and specific. You know, so when you talk to people, you know, uh, talk to them as the individual than they are, and not as the you know representation of some group or some uh, things. You know what I mean? Like just uh, be. Uh, I would say, yeah. I, I think, yeah. It it, it takes away. It, it takes people away from. Uh, from the present and from from what's actually happening in front of them you know you have to be present are there any figures people individuals other channels that have guided you in some direction along your path that come to mind any people role models no, I'm, I'm, smi- I'm smiling because i think that's also a very broad question i mean obviously uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know obviously you know everything guides you uh, you know, you you take uh, inspiration from uh, from many things. Um, I, I don't I, I don't really have like a specific like a, oh like I read this book and then this happened. Uh, there's definitely uh, you know I I, um, 
I studied a lot of like philosophy. And so there's definitely like ways of thinking that, you know, had an, maybe had an impact on me or like, you know, uh, just, you know, thinking about certain things in certain ways. But um, it, it, it's such a, you know, there's so many variables in that equation. Like it, I find it hard to, to pin, to say, oh, it's because of this or because of that, uh, you know, people say, some people say interesting things, some people, so some people say some interesting things and some not less interesting things. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure I can, I can give like a very uh, unified answer. That's fair. I, when I think about that, sometimes I think about like, I saw this person's material or some messages, but it is it is a bit broad. I'm gonna switch my description to ask broad questions. <laughs> That's my new. We're changing the name of the program. It's not gonna be. It's gonna be broad question guy. Yeah, I do kind of go towards broad. Specific is good. Practical. The practical elements are nice in life. I I skip those a lot, but it's nice to come back to the practical world because we live in it. And you can't go up to a person in public and say. Hi, so it's 14% likely you're going to respond this way, but let's get started. And then like, <laughs> why? Why did you say that? Right. That's not going to function too well. Two last questions. One, I want to throw this in there. Uh, I like to do this once in a while. Do you have a question for me? Flip around. Boom. Yeah. What, what? is your goal with... Uh, what, 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 why are you doing this? He had it instantly. Okay, that was cool. So my goal is to... Well, it has a few purposes, actually. I've thought about this before. One is I'm uh, very people-oriented. I always have been, so that's a big part of the discussions. I like people. That's always been my framework, so that's like up there. Another one is uh, learning a lot. So the amount of learning and passing it on to others, that's a big deal. Another one is showing um, consistency in a category that is, uh, I would say, not so common. I think that's valuable because it's like you're representing something. You're like building a pillar and then... Others can look at that pillar like, oh, okay, that exists. Mm. What What is that category for you? Uh, like, it's multiple. That's the thing about existence and going into a category. Mine would be uh, knowledge and science and people. It's a combination of multiple. I can never narrow it down. Most mm. of my life, I can't really narrow down, I've mm. noticed, because I like to make raps. Then I talk to people. Then I made videos with people. Then I... Uh, so you made raps? I made a bunch of raps, yeah. You mean like your rap? Like freestyle rap. No way. I should do one to you right now. Yes. I'm going to do one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing one, Ruben. You're getting a rap, okay? Just because of that reaction. Might do two. Who knows? So I do, I'm going to throw one in right after this. But raps, uh, yeah, people, strangers, me, uh, meeting people. I used to have group events, so that was cool, bringing people together for like a game night. Uh, intellectual material, which is the, a lot of material in shows like uh, books and authors and professors, and then um, variety. I don't really like to narrow, even though I'm asking, yeah, I guess that matches my broad. I'm always thinking broad. I do broad. I live broad. Me being narrow would be very bad if I was just like, I make videos on bridge engineering. <laughs> that would be very bad. It would be a real loss, I think. So to do the opposite, it's much more involved because if I just did bridge engineering, mm. that would easily, I'd have fans in three months. They're like, we love bridges. We're a big fan. You talk about this one bridge. I drove on it. <laughs> Boy, it creaks sometimes. He gets it. But if you talk about uh, a variety of topics, it's harder for people to say that's the, like if they knew Britney Spears as like 18 things, it would be different than if she was Britney Spears, the mm. singer performer. So 
See, I lost the question now. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so yeah, the question was why, uh, yeah, what's, what is your oh, goal? Yeah. So you, you want to create this uh, I want to represent pod- podcast? Or mm-hmm. uh, show, podcast. Show. Represent those things, knowledge, people, taking risks is important. One. That's why I like your material because I think of risk-taking as connected to your internal health. If you don't risk-take or just reach out to your gut feeling, what a loss that will be. Who's the only person who will feel it in the evening? It's just you. Before yeah. you go to sleep, there's not 500 people. Exactly, All the yeah. people in coffee shop aren't there with you now. The person who would have dared you, nobody's there. It's just you. And if you didn't do those things that match you, you don't feel good. If you did those things that match you, even if it didn't work out, you feel great. So it's representing those items and consistency. And also it helps to... I wouldn't have cool Ruben to speak with if I didn't have like a cool platform. It wouldn't mm. be the same if you don't have the... It's something to it. Mm. So that's... Why did you start... Uh, what happened uh, when you started the first episode? Like what, 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 what Like you know, you were rapping, you know... Oh, I'm still I'm, doing the rap, by the way. Know, Nobody and, forgot. And then you were like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to... I want to interview some some person that wrote a book or whatever. Like, how, how did it start? I like this. And by the way, this could be the beginning of the new Ruben show. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Taking over. Taking it over. This could be it. This is too much. Too much good stuff. Um... Uh, before this uh, part of the background is in 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, I had a blog and I w- it's called Timeless Information and it was about personal development, productivity, boldness, uh, relationships, cre- uh, creativity, risk-taking and I wrote uh, like 350 articles there. Oh, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I also interviewed, a f- uh, I had some guest posts on other sites. At that time, there was guest posts. And then later on, I did articles interviewing some authors. So I started a little bit, 2013, 14, 15, doing some interviews. I transitioned, but I left my uh, blog at that time, uh, and then I transitioned, and then I came back to it. To uh, I started with most of it was me talking or people that I knew personally, like the Gary and Casper I mentioned, the twins earlier from France, and others. And then after a period, I kept expanding. So first it was just audio, me, the audio with people I knew, audio with people I knew, and uh, some people I kind of reached out to locally, and then like by episode two hundred, that's when I reached out to. I think a professor or an author, and then it really started those, and then later video, and then nice. even some panels later. So it kind of expands the way you're describing. Cool. But you can't get that experience if you don't start it. Yeah, you have to start. Yeah. It's a whole, it's a whole build up. It's a build up. I'm doing this rap here. So this one, I'm just going to do it about Ruben because I was going to say, what's the topic? The topic is action pack, but I have no beat, but it doesn't matter. Have I done one before on a, yeah, I think so, but I'll do it right here. So this rap right here, I'm doing it for Ruben. He's like, hey, how are you doing? I'm doing it highfalutin, high level with it. He is from France. He has the thing. It's called the social animal dance for the people to talk, to the people in public, express themselves internally, and all the people love it. He takes them out, and they can reach others. And they're like, hey, now, we got 14 brothers. We've all met each other. Creation of action, an ensemble of movement. He brings satisfaction so that people understand what he brought to them. They're like, this guy is full of intelligence, like a museum. He's helping us internally, and we're building internal dialogue. And I'll end the rap right there for this guy, Ruben. He is, I was going to say like a god. That <laughs> 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 was pretty substantial. That. So he is, he is substantial. I'll put his... <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> nice, nice. That's good. We got wow. a rap on that one, which is not Damn. common. I like that. That is cool. That. You just like said that like completely out of the blue. Like, yeah, that's pretty nice. It's a. I love. Uh, I love rap. Actually, my uh, favorite uh, music genre. I listen to a lot of French rap. Uh, like uh, French rap is cons- like you know in my Spotify end of the year review. Like it's all French rap. 
uh and i love uh, i love rhymes i love rhymes i love uh, yeah so cool who are some french rappers we might want to know i know one person by the way do you know angel angel mm, no. no all right uh, she's a singer i would say uh french rappers uh, for the in terms of uh, mastery of the french language uh there's this guy called uh, Nekfeu. uh he's um I would say he mast his mastery of French is more impressive than Eminem's mastery of English. Wow. Uh he he really um he he has like crazy like sentence construction like uh, out of this world. Like there's things you you only understand if you actually read it cuz uh, when you just listen to it you so sometimes he has sentences that have like double meaning. Uh, like if you rearrange the syllable, it makes a different sentence. Um he's really good. Then in terms of mood, I would say There's a few ones, uh, but I would say I'll just give you two. There's a Jul, G-U-L, very simple, um, but a very, very good mood, very happy. You listen to this, you want to smile. And there's another one, uh, two brothers called P-N-L, uh, very different style, very uh, much more more dark, uh, but uh, very, very interesting uh, nonetheless. Hmm. I've always liked the rhymes too. I like the making it up on the spot. That's been my thing for a long time, and I made a bunch of... Uh, clips with people and sometimes with people actually in public and recorded things like that mm. so some of that variety and also I, i didn't include that but between the blog and the show currently in like the middle years for 2014 15 16 i would uh, go out in public and my friend would record me talking to people oh no way so he'd do a little bit of usually it was like kind of is it on youtube yeah it was it was actually on the same channel that's on my it was called armentropy mm. like entropy and armin so and then uh, i had that for some time and then when i switched I just switched the name, kept the same channel. Uh, so where you removed the videos? Or you put yeah, them, uh, they're still yeah. there. There is like a private. Oh, private. yeah, private. Yeah, okay. So they're still there. And I have them saved. It's good to save everything, which is kind of cool. So that's a nice feature. Uh, basically, expression and content creation for a long time, mm. like a decade and a half, which is kind of cool. Nice. The more consistent you are with something, it can all add on to it. I can still bring up a picture from 10 years ago, showcase it today, an article message. Yeah. That's kind of cool. My last question for you. What is something you would want the average person to take away after having watched a social animal video? What might be something they'll take away? I can only go broad, Ruben. That's the one. <laughs> I don't even know. What's the opposite? You give, you give me an example of a non-broad I don't know, question. I was honestly thinking of like a dumb joke to say, but I, it's yeah, not coming. Yeah. One thing to take away, uh, well, I mean, you know, definitely check the channel. <laughs> but I would say, uh, yeah, just... Um, You know, I, I would say the main thing takeaway is, uh, is forget about um, talking to people, meeting people. Um, this is really about being true to yourself. Um, talking to people is, is only a side effect of, uh, of that. That's a great I message. Say. Ruben, I would like to thank you for having joined on this episode discussing. Thank you so much. This was uh, very nice. I really uh, enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed uh, even your questions and stuff. Uh, really, uh, it, was, it was great. Loved it. Glad to hear it. And me too. And we are out. Boom. <laughs>